Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 156 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is, what are you doing for you this year? Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the all about you, TB Markinson. Hello, TB. How are you today? Did you just call me like self-absorbed or something? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm normally nice to you in these intros and I hadn't written one, so it was on the fly. What do you think? (laughs) Oh, so you have to think to be nice. Okay. Stress. Is that a thing? We're gonna we're gonna coin that. So yeah, it can be a thing. There's a lot of pressure right now. A lot of uh, well, for someone doing who, a lot of juggling. For someone who doesn't really like launching, then to take over the launch of eight novels. I mean, obviously you're not launching them all, but you've got to coordinate them. And I remember, you know, uh, doing our when we did our village romance series, me, you, and Harper Bliss. Um, there was only three of us, and that was uh, took some coordination because it's just thinking about when you're going to promote other people's stuff, right? And and what time, when you're going to launch, and I mean, how long are you leaving between each launch? Well, what well, all the books are launching on June one because oh, it's for okay. Pride Month. Right, right, right. So all eight are launching so, together. Yeah, there's no way we we could stagger it, but no. So it's kind of like a go at once, people. Right. <laughs> so, yes. It's not. It, it's not so a. Re, it's not a relay. It's a sprint. It is. It is a sprint, <laughs> and so um, and June one is rapidly approaching. It is. So, and all the books are available for pre-order right now. And I should mention that all the authors are, um, I mean, they have their own charities they're donating to, but uh, a portion of the pre-orders are, are being donated to charities. We wanted good feels all around with the Pride Collection. Pride's a very important month, and we also wanted to do some good. So that's one of the things I have going on. My other thing I still have going on that I'm neck deep in is... Uh, the rebranding of I Heart Sapphic. Every time I post something on the website now, I realize a graphic has to be changed. It has the old logo. I keep messing up, like, I keep typing I Heart Lesbic just because I've been doing it for so long. Every post now is taking me like three times as long because I'm like, oh, the graphic needs to be changed. And now that we have a team in place for all this, I have to like alert people, <laughs> so I have to coordinate everyone to get just like one fucking graphic made. <laughs> so um, it's just funny how much a logo and a name change can mess everything up. Everything that used to run seamlessly is just like 
getting anything posted on IHL right or see IHS right now is a challenge. So I'm glad we're doing this at the same time. It's perfect planning. I think so. And well, then, well done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at planning. Anyone need like their wedding plans? I'm perfect at it. <laughs> You know, when you run out of, of uh, sapphic romances to write, become a wedding planner, TV. Oh, yeah, I would nail it. <laughs> I'd be so good at it. <laughs> Anyways, in weird news, as regular listeners know, I'm not big on awards. But when Amanda Radley started working with uh, GCLS to make the group more inclusive, uh, Miranda and I submitted uh, the AM show to show our support for, you know, we're very for inclusivity and it was it became a finalist for a goldie and i'll be honest i actually miranda was the one who submitted it she i think she sent me a text and said do you mind if i submit it and i was like sure whatever and it went out of my brain and then i got the email and i was like oh well this is awkward because i've said i don't like awards and now it's up for an award so awkward well you know i think uh as as i'm sure you know as well uh i i became a finalist as well with with change of heart um in the room one of the romance categories and i have the same feeling as you but it's always nice to win an award don't get me wrong well like for your ego it's nice isn't it and uh, before you say i do did last year and you know the one thing i've i've realized with awards that i didn't realize when i said i don't care about awards which kind of half still still is true is that they're really good marketing and so with a business with a writer head on i I'm, I'm still not sure what I feel about them. Well, I kind of do know. But with a business head on, it's good to enter them because if you become a finalist, then it's good marketing. And if you win, it's more good marketing. Well, see, now I'm in the position where I'm actually going to be at the conference. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope we don't win because then I have to go on stage or I'll just send Miranda up. <laughs> Will it be obvious if I don't go? If you're there, I think you have to go up on the stage. Can I just be accidentally be in the loo? You could be. Can I just hide in the loo the whole night the whole day yeah fine sounds good so yeah it's gonna be awkward and i wasn't expecting it and i completely forgot but in different news in fun news i started watching the crown now that there are four seasons to binge and this will be a shock to everyone man i'm really liking it Mm. (laughs) weird i know weird so not up your alley (laughs) historical drama hate them (laughs) but um yeah really liking it i'm on season two and now i'm like i misjudged because i heard that season five was coming out this year and i was like well surely it'll be soon it's not until like the end of the year so now i am like oops i should have waited another three or four months so i misjudged completely again if you need me to plan your wedding i'm available because mm-hmm. i'm excellent at planning yes uh, I, I've no, I as you know, I'm not a historical drama fan, but uh, I really did love The Crown. Uh, I loved season one. I loved season two especially. When it got, I really liked season three as well because there were bits of it that I kind of remembered from my life, but I, but I was too young to really understand or know what was going on. Season four was the one I disliked the most because it was all stuff that I remembered and I didn't particularly like watching it, rewatching it again. I'm on season two now, and I'm finding it... I I guess I didn't really know a lot about her, obviously, because I didn't grow up there. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't know that you guys still had the Commonwealth. Like, I remember when I I moved over there, and I was, like, flipping through the channels on the telly. And it was, like, the Commonwealth Games. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I've never heard of the Commonwealth Games. It's, like, kind of like the Olympics, but not. And then I started learning, and I was like, 
wow, they're still doing that? Mm. Yeah. But, um, and obviously the, the recent royal tour in Jamaica wasn't the best showing for yeah. the Commonwealth. So wasn't wasn't I'm the best. How much longer they're gonna hold on? <laughs> no, <laughs> not the best PR spin you could possibly hope for. No, they always make these mistakes where they put like if they're like in an African nation where they put them up like where they have like Africans carrying them, and I'm like, is that really the image the crowd wants right now? No, I mean it's not a mistake, is it? It's just a huge fucking error, you know. Like l- let's dress up in um, war gear and uh, and be carried around by sort of local people it's just like no don't do that it's cringy it's so cringy and i'm like do they not have a specialist for pr on the ground with them do Um, they just not still in 2022 (laughs) i think they have to have right but they didn't yeah it wasn't good it was like it did remind me of the crown when i saw the images because i'm like well they did this they did this like 70 years ago but back then no one (laughs) like it was wrong then Exactly, that's what I thought. I, I lived through it. I don't want to go through it again, and I was right. But anyway, well, good. I'm glad you're having some fun as well. Um, as for me, my book is back from the editor, and uh, I've been avoiding it with 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 great skill. So we are we are recording this on um, where are we now? Wednesday on the fourth of May. May the fourth be with you, TB. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So it comes. This comes out on the ninth, I think. So yeah. Um, I've got, um, I'm, I'm going down for my dad's funeral this week, so I can't quite get my head in the game of doing work. So I've like doing big work, I suppose. So I'm just been doing bits and pieces that need doing, but everything keeps breaking this week. Fuck's sake. I've had one of those weeks when everyone, everything just get like, but I've tried to use book brush. It wouldn't load. I tried to use find away voices. It wouldn't load. And then I can't find the buttons. Like I'm trying to approve the audio book for change of heart. It's finally done, hooray! But I couldn't find the approve button. And I'm just like, oh my God, how hard can this be? What do you mean you can't find the approve button? I've never used find a way, but I've, I've had to approve it on ACX. Like, hmm. have they redone the the, um, the the dashboard? I don't know because um, I've only ever put, no, I wouldn't have thought so. I've, I've put books on find a way before, but I've never worked with a narrator direct. So like, you know, the narrator's putting the stuff up on find a way and i don't know if she has to click a button on her end that's what i'm thinking maybe because there's not an obvious approve this audiobook button see i'm not shy like i'm shy if i have to like stand in front of a group of people and speak but i'm not shy to like do they have like a chat box love the chat box no they don't so i've emailed oh. them uh, and i'm waiting to hear back but it's just annoying because like every and then a book brush i was trying to do some instant mock-ups and they just kept it just kept breaking and I'm just like, what on earth is going on? That's this week. But um, yeah, so the book's back from the editor and I'm, I'm going to leave it till next week because I just can't, I haven't got the, the headspace this week. Um, so I'm just doing all bits and bobs, getting my social media sorted and all of that. Uh, and I'm also um, 
rejigging my schedule for the year because it's been thrown up in the air what with everything that's been going on but I have an editor date booked in July so I still plan to hit that uh, but I'm thinking it might be now with my Christmas book because that one's like mostly done three quarters done so once I get this this uh, my vineyard book launched and then uh, oh I've got a title would you like to hear the title I would yeah it's called it started with a kiss that's a good title it's it's got the start and kiss yes like I, I tend to cram in love mm -hmm. <laughs> or um it started with a lovely kiss art. yeah but um that's it, it's one of those things like titles are very 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 important and also I wanted to ask you with um your editing date do you want me to work on your schedule for you Yes. Because so I'm really good at it. Yes, if you could. And if you could, uh, and maybe Yvonne and I can get married again. You can you can organise that as well while you're at it, yeah? <laughs> yeah, you could do it on your editing date. Yes, brilliant. <laughs> Getting this one out, I'm not sure. I was hoping to get it out in May. It may slip to June, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think uh, the editing date, I'm not going to get the London 9 book done for that one. But I can just sw switch it up for the Christmas books. I'm feeling all right about that. And then um, London 9 will just be a little later than planned. But that's okay. What else have I been doing? Um, I went to see Tottenham at the weekend. We won 3-1. So that's good, isn't it? I mean, I just saw the score, but was it an entertaining game? It sounded like it was. It was. It was. But obviously, by the time this comes out, it's recording on Wednesday. We play Liverpool at the weekend, and that's quite defining. We've only got four games left in the season, so by the time this comes out, we may have won or lost to Liverpool. Who knows? But um, <laughs> I'm probably lost, I'm reckoning, because it's at Anfield, and um, most teams don't get much change out of Anfield, do they? No, but they have a lot of pressure on them with chasing four. Yes. So... Is the pressure, like, because I'm a Liverpool, I support Liverpool, so I'm kind of terrified that it's going to um, break them. Let's hope so. So I'm like, oh, well, uh, for your case, yes. For my case, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just like, how much pressure can they be under? Because they're under an extreme amount of pressure right now. They've got a big squad, though. But anyway, uh, but it was nice to see Spurs win at the weekend. I took my wife, who's an Arsenal fan, and at the moment, Spurs and Arsenal are vying for top four. So Arsenal are in the... Uh, in the lead by about three three points I think so we've got to play them so oh it's going to be a squeaky bum end of the season squeaky bum and what else I've been doing oh the other thing so um while I was looking for photographs for my dad's funeral and obviously uh going through old photographs you know it does cause quite a few smiles doesn't it I have got I've got some corking corking outfits TV uh, and I've got one I think I might have told you this before when I was about 16 I had this a favorite vest top and it said on it I've got beaver fever beaver fever yeah there's a there's a there's a brand in Canada I bought it in Canada um, there's a brand in Canada called beaver canoe which is like oh. an outdoor brand I think so oh. and and they had a shirt called I <laughs> on it it said I've got beaver fever <laughs> I mean am I, and then 16 year old me didn't really understand and uh, bought it and wore it all around Canada when I was 16 so that's a particularly fun picture and then I've got one of me when I was 14 where I look like I'm about 40 uh, you know like, like I don't know if you went through that phase where I'm in a white skirt right no no out <laughs> white skirt white heels out a yellow a yellow sort of shirt with a big with a big white belt white leather belt like sort of, little, sort of low slung that 80s sort of uh, look and then I've got a white and yellow jacket with pineapples printed all over it 
and my hair's all like zhuzhed and I, I do look about 40. No, no, but I have learned from someone who has studied costume design that people reach a certain age and they decide that that's what their um, outfit choice is going to be forever. And apparently when I was three and when I started pairing Disney shirts with shorts, I set on that one. Yes. <laughs> so I started young. Uh, do you know one of my one of the photos that I came across? And I think I was about fourteen, fifteen. I've got a Snoopy T-shirt on. I'm kind of surprised by that. I know that, that surprises me a lot. <laughs> I mean, I was wearing one yesterday because I said it three. I was like, "This is the look to rock the rest of my remaining years," and I have stuck with it, people. And you had a beaver fever. Mm. I had to do some calculation because I was like, "Is she talking about the singer Justin? Is it what's his name? Bieber." Bieber and I was like, no, wait, she's weird. We can't, we couldn't have had that when we were fourteen or sixteen. <laughs> was he wasn't even around, was he? I don't think so. So I was doing some a lot of mental calculation and then I got confused. Somebody needs this... to make that um, t-shirt, don't they? If they haven't already, I've got Bieber fever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have. It's probably funnier with just actual. Is it? Does it have a beaver on it? I think it might do. Yeah, maybe even a beaver in a canoe. Even funnier. Wow. Would you like me to dig it out and uh, we'll have it for this episode? We might have to like really drive people to the website to take a look. Yeah, I'll try and dig. I'll I'll definitely get one of them. One one of me, an old photo of me. Okay, but just so everyone knows if we're still live right now, um, I don't have a lot of photos of me, so I'm not sharing shit. Good to know. All right, let's crash on. Comments, what you got? First up, we have Malcolm. Malcolm was properly delighted to learn that one of my books, Two of a Kind, which is Malcolm's most favorite film. How did Malcolm put it? Some Kind of Wonderful is in the DNA of Two of a Kind. And I need to explain this a little bit. Um, when I pitched Two of a Kind to Miranda, because this was a co-write, when I pitched Two of a Kind, I said I want it to kind of be like some kind of wonderful. I really enjoyed that movie when I was younger. And then as it usually happens when you get an idea for a book, like it's in the DNA, as uh, Malcolm said, it's in the DNA, but it gets like twisted and turned and everything. And by the time we got the book out, the only thing that survived from my idea was the title, Two of a Kind. Nothing else is then we tried to remember what movie it was we based it on. We couldn't. It took me, like, weeks to figure out it was uh, some kind of wonderful. But it's just funny how things evolve when you start a project and by the time you get across the finish line. It's nothing like you thought it was going to be. Yes. And I, I think uh, that happened with me in my Christmas uh, novel that I've written for this year. Definitely. I think I had in my head as well a particular thing, which, again, I've forgotten. And then by the time, by the end, I was like, I, I reread it and I'm like, What's that reference doing in there? Oh, it was meant to be like that. Yeah, so you had you had one of those moments. But um, have to say, I do love some kind of wonderful Mary Stuart Masterson. I th I feel like she was instrumental in me coming out. Was she part of your beaver fever? I think she. I think she might have been <laughs> unwittingly. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have Sherry. Sherry was the one who helped me uh, remember. Um, Sherry said. TV, every time you say upsetty spaghetti, I cheer out loud, which seems like a weird reaction, but it was my son who said it in the first place. You need to know that he was thrilled to hear you had picked up the phrase, and it's used regularly on the podcast. So, Sherry, 
I think your son is pretty darn cool, and I love the phrase, and I'm going to keep using it. I'm going to keep using upsetty spaghetti, because it just makes me laugh. <laughs> it does. It does. And I have to say, Sherry, as well, uh, I was in the car the other day with uh, three of my sisters, and I told them upsetty spaghetti as well, and we all chuckled. So uh, it's now being taken off in, in three different lives. It's, it, we're going to spread it around the globe. It, it should be. It should be. Can he, like profit off of this he th i think he should make a t-shirt yeah we we support that i'll buy it mm. i'll buy one of those t-shirts put like um a cartoon ticket <laughs> on it and i'm all over it yeah. <laughs> stick mickey mouse on it tv's there <laughs> well i think that might break some kind of rules you know. <laughs> i don't want to get people in call trouble. it call it martin mouse <laughs> all right so we also have a comment from amina Mina says, hi, I've read a few of your books and really enjoyed them. I started listening to your podcast as a way to kill time on Eurostar and love listening to your banter so much that I'm binging on the episodes anytime I can. Unfortunately, I can only start at episode 55 as the older ones aren't available on Apple Podcasts. So, I don't know, Amina, if you saw my comment. All the episodes are on the website. Only a certain amount can fit on our podcast hosts. So, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify... You have to go to our website to listen to the beginning to up to where it is there. I apologize for that. So, but I am glad that we are keeping you company on Eurostar. It's been a long time since I've been on a Eurostar. I even thought about Eurostar. I was like, I was like, oh, that still exists. I think I'm still in like pre-COVID, like not pre-COVID, early COVID. And I forget people are traveling. <laughs> Yes, uh, we're actually going on Eurostar in about two weeks. Excellent, excellent. Are you going to listen to our podcast? No. Oh. <laughs> Sadness. I know. Anyways, crashing on. Uh, we have a comment from Sandy. Sandy says, Claire, so sorry to hear about the passing of your dad and close family member. I agree so much with your suggestion about counting your blessings. It is so easy to get caught up and feel and feel we focus on the negative things. Solving them isn't always simple. I believe we have so much good in our lives and it by far outweighs the negative. Keep up the excellent work, you two. Well, thank you very much. And then we have a comment from Neen. Neen says, I'm glad you're both um, taking breaks. It's great seeing such great examples of self-care. I'm sorry to hear about your dad and very relieved your health scare have come back clear. It's such a stressful time when you don't know and all the negative possibilities were rampant in your mind. And TB, thank you so much for such a huge and wonderful change for iHeartSafic, especially knowing there would be some who would give you pushback. So I love that both you and Claire are always so wonderful in embracing the Rainbow family. Neen, spreading the love for both of us. Mm, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Do you have, before I move on to bias a coffee, do you have any comments? I've got a comment from Wilma who uh, just said as well about the um, podcast on change. She offered her condolences and said she's 53 now and looking back at all the things that have occurred in her life, including losing both parents, change, whether good or bad, has given her personal growth. And she agrees that routine helps, but it's crazy difficult to achieve it. Um, so she says thanks uh, to both of us for sharing. Interesting. Uh, Wilma, I don't know if it's the same Wilma, but Wilma also bought us coffees. Probably the same Wilma. Thanks, Wilma. Yes, Wilma rocks. Okay, so crashing on to the topic at hand, which is what are you doing for you this year to balance out all the work that we're doing, or in TB's case, or not doing in my case? So, um, TB, do you want to kick off? 
Sure. Sure. I can kick off. Um, one of the big things I'm doing for myself, I am getting away more. I know I just mentioned I, I'm not traveling. I, I meant I'm not traveling like on airplanes or the Eurostar or something like that. But I did recently acquire a car to help keep me traveling because um, I'm one of those people who does love to travel. So one of the big things I'm doing, even though I have an insane schedule and this year has been absolutely crazy with one big project from the next, but I've been going away on weekends. And the reason I've been doing that is I work out of my home, as many of us are doing now, and I have a very hard time not firing up the laptop when I'm home. I don't have at-home days where I just don't turn my laptop on. And then I get sucked into work very easily. So I've been finding it's better for me to get the fuck out of town. So I'll hop in my car and I will go away for the weekend and I don't bring the laptop. That is how I am. One of the ways I'm trying to balance my work and life. Equation? No, that's not coming out right. How's, how do people say that? I can't believe you went down down the equation route because that's mathematical. This is, this is, this is not your wheelhouse. <laughs> no, seriously. I, but I totally blanked on the word. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, so that's one way I am taking care of myself. How about you? Okay, well, uh, we've got a ding, 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 snap. Wait, what's the snap at the end, though? That oh. sounds like you're trying to break my neck, and no. I'm already buried. No, you're already, so. up, you're already up to your neck, your neck deep. Oh, I really don't like that phrase. Anyway, um, no, just to say that I'm also... Um, gonna take regular breaks and trips uh now you know i did this anyway uh, i knew i knew this was important but and i've always done it um over the last sort of um four or five years especially but you know with everything that's happened uh, this year it's just sort of clarified that it's it's um life is about more than work so you know i've already been away to jamaica but that was a trip that was kind of for a family wedding so um the ones we want to do this year i and the big one obviously we're going we're going to paris that's nice uh, just for a few days that was that was well planned um just to celebrate our anniversary our wedding anniversary um but also i want to go to my irish homeland now i've got my irish passport sure to be geez i want to get on the plane but you know what i uh one of my niece's bridesmaids bridesmaid no just mates at her wedding in jamaica was a proper irish person with a proper irish name and everything and um i said top of the morning to her and she gave me a stern look and said nobody says that in ireland claire so if you go there please don't say that i said okay then <laughs> i will warn you that if you do go to Ireland, and you should, it's an absolutely lovely place. Um, they don't take kindly, especially to British people mocking them. TB, if this is coming over as mocking, that is not what I'm doing. I'm just plugging into my Irish heritage. That's what I'm doing. Again, I'm going to tell you not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. But anyway, uh, that's one of the trips that I, I do want to do this year. Uh, but who knows um, if we'll... Uh, what we're going to do, actually... Um, over this month is just plan the rest of the year trip wise so that'll be nice and the um the other thing uh one other thing i'm i'm doing i got my hair cut this week which was well overdue my i had so much hair but you know and i've been getting out going for a walk like i said last time just getting the routine back in place so i did a hit session today i've drunk two liters of water i've been on the loo half the day but just getting some routine back in my life because i work better with routine um and I, I do better when i've got lots of water in me even though I do have to go to the loo every two minutes. I was supposed to get my hair cut today, but then there was a COVID situation, not me. 
So, um, yeah, so my hair's getting a little, uh, a little fuzzy on top. All right, so my next thing is kind of like my first one, but my first one was, like, going away for the whole weekend. Um, my second one is just getting away one day each week. Um, but I like to go for a drive to explore all the little quaint New England towns. I'm, I'm lucky where I live. Um, there's this, you can drive for, like, 30 minutes and just be kind of be out in the middle of, like, these charming towns that anyone who watches like Hallmark movies you know what I'm talking about they're just you know they get they got the um town square and they got the gazebo and they got the um white courthouse and stuff like that so I, I like to go away for a day I like to um experience new things that's one of the reasons I love to travel I like to experience new things and it's the little things that make me happy on these excursions. Um, like, I'll stop at a brewery if I drive by a brewery I've, I've never tried and pick up some beers to try at home. Or I'll, I'll try, like, if I'm, especially if I'm driving through Vermont, I'll pick up some, like, cheese and stuff like that to experience, like, certain areas. But it's, again, one of those things um, where I have to get out of the house in order to get my work brain to shut off. Otherwise, I will just keep plugging away. So I either go away for the weekend or I try to go for a drive at least once each week. And since I work from home, that could be any day of the week. Yeah, but Wednesday for the win, right? Wednesday? Well, except we're recording today. Today was supposed to be like my um, get my hair done, go to lunch with a friend. That's like my, my usual like hair day experience. That, like I make a whole day out of it, but then it was canceled. So that was sad. But I'm spending it with you. Oh, isn't that nice? There we go. <laughs> I did, I, for, I forgot that you're you're giving up your Wednesday because um because you could, well you couldn't do yesterday could you, and then this week it's a it's it's blocked up for both of us so I appreciate you sharing your Wednesday with me. So another way I'm gonna um do things for me this year now um I know this is how I have fun go figure I'm also setting house goals TB so things to get done in our house now our house you know we do get stuff done in it um. But there's been a couple of things that have been hanging around for a long time. I think everyone's got these things that they keep meaning to do, but they're not critical. So it doesn't, you know, it's not going to affect things. Now, our bedroom is sort of green and grey, basically. Uh, and I want to, I've been wanting to get some new curtains for our bedroom for about the last nine years. And it's just one of those jobs that just keeps slipping off. So I'm going to set goals. I've decided that, you know, one goal a month um and and get get some new curtains for the bedroom and just get new doors on our kitchen cupboards and get get a new microwave because our one is 20 years old and honestly i I feel like i spend half my life reheating things in that microwave it's 20 years old for legitimately yes my mum and dad bought it for me when i moved into my um house like my one of my flats yeah it's literally 20 years old and it still works like yeah well, well done, because, like, that helps the environment. It does, but it's really fucking slow. <laughs> like, you know, if you ever have a meal to reheat, it's just like, you know, most normal microwaves will take, like, a 30 seconds a minute. This one takes about five or six minutes per meal. I remember one time when uh, we were still living in Boston. This was before we moved to London, before we had to get rid of all of our appliances because of the wrong plugs. But um, our microwave was broken, but we never got rid of it. So a friend came over and didn't know it was broken. And then he went to go heat up something. They opened it up, and that's where we stored all of our water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's this? I was like, oh, that doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> I apparently don't get rid of microwaves unless I move internationally. 
<laughs> yes. So jobs around the house. That's one of my uh, key things. I didn't have this on my list, but I have been doing that sort of. I have this like, I have this really big hall closet that until like a few weeks ago, like if you open the door, you were risking your life. Now this, you can walk into it. It's almost like a, a small room. But um, it was just so crammed with everything. I don't know how you collect so much shit that you need to stuff in a closet. But um, like my author copies are in there and like my banners for author event, like all the stuff that you don't always need. So it's my storage space, but I was not very, <laughs> this is going to be shocking news. I'm not an organized human being. And I always kept dreaming about like getting shelves and like putting everything, everything has its place and everything. And I've, I'm halfway there. I got one shelf up, so well done. That is that's been my accomplishment so far for the year for the apartment. I got one shelf up. I have another one in the um, entryway that needs to be put together, and I haven't done it yet. You but, know, um, you know, it's baby steps. You know, uh, there's a there's a thing on our shower screen that needs changing. Now we bought it. We haven't changed it yet, but it's baby steps, TB. Well, the the bookshelf behind me now that's new. That was um, sitting in a box in my entryway for over a year. Now, in my defense, I kind of forgot about it because I ordered it before I got really sick last year. And then I'm hardly ever in my entryway because I used the back entrance. And I was like, oh, shit, I still, have a, <laughs> I still have a bookshelf to put together. So I finally did that, too. My next one, I am a hiker. When I am stressed, and if you can't tell, I'm very stressed these days. I absolutely crave being out in nature. And as soon as I get on a trail, I can really feel the stress melt away. So I, I try to go hiking two to three times a week. And my hikes, I mean, they're not like super intense because a lot of times it, it is happening on a work day. But if I can get out there for like two, two and a half hours, it does me a world of good, an absolute world of good. And I can be in the worst mood, absolutely worst mood. But as soon as I get on a trail, I am just kind of like saying hello to everyone, petting all the dogs. <laughs> like, I'm just like a different person. Do you turn into so, Do you turn into Mr. Rogers? I didn't really watch that, but yeah, I think that's the kind of I think that's the kind of a uh, feeling feeling. Yeah, I just turned into a really pleasant person, which mm. is shocking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I might be really surprised if I met you on a hike. Yeah, I think similarly for me, one of mine is to um, <clears throat> just get out more now the weather's turning as well, uh, walking. But obviously my walking is more city, so along the river uh, mainly or in a, or in a royal park, um, but just more moving. And, and similarly in that, um, carry on with my personal training and my yoga, which has kind of dropped off um, with all the stuff that's been happening over the last sort of six to eight weeks. But um, I'm sort of getting back on track with that as well. So that's good. But you know what? Um, my shoulder is so much better after so much time not sitting at a laptop. It's amazing, isn't it? Who knew? When you just stop working, which I kind of have for the last month, um, stop like intense, you know, sort of um, writing sessions or, you know, I've been doing bits and bobs here and there, but um, everything's happened and then going away for two weeks. Yeah, I've my shoulder is just so much better. So there you go. Um, if, you, if you want to cure all your physical um, ailments, just stop working, everyone. Yes, I imagine that would help the shoulder because it is mostly our work setups that are causing a lot of back pain, shoulder pain. But I have a question. Am I, was I supposed to call them the Royal Parks the entire time I was there? Because I would just say the park. Well, if it's one of the big ones, it's, it is the Royal Park. 
I never said that. Mm. I just said I was going to the park. <laughs> well, yeah, is it a royal park or not? <laughs> like Greenwich, Greenwich, Hyde Park, Regent's Park, St. J- um, St. James's Park, Green Park. I think they're the five. Yeah, I would walk through Hyde because I would go through Kensington and then go through Hyde and then come back. And probably so, Ken- yeah. Kensington Gardens probably counts, but it's not an official royal park, but it's a royal bit in it. I didn't know I was not doing the, um, <laughs> I didn't know parks had titles. <laughs> I only go to rural parks. It's funny, I learned that like four years after moving back. <laughs> um, so, and I suppose, so the final thing on my list um, was reading. Remember at the beginning of the year, I think you um, set yourself a reading challenge as well, and so did I, the first one I've ever done. Uh, it was 52 books for the year. And so far this year, I've read 12, and I'm on number 13. I'm about halfway through number 13. So I'm about five books behind uh, on the challenge, but that's not too bad, I don't think. Do you know what I've learnt, TB? Uh, I've learnt that um, I thought I read more lesbian romance and queer books in general, but no, I do not. If the first 12 books are anything to go by, I've read two uh, sapphic romances, um, all the rest, I read straight rom-coms. They are my happy place. <laughs> romantic comedies, it's the thing. I need to find some romantic comedy sapphic authors, don't I? But um, uh, right now, yeah, that's what I'm reading. So who knows? I mean, I've got um, still got 80% of my challenge to go. My reading challenge, did I mention I'm watching The Crown? Mm. Does that count? <laughs> that's got to count, right? <laughs> By the time I sit down at night, I just, my eyes are tired and I just don't do it. And I haven't been, even though I used to really love audiobooks, I haven't been into them lately. So, yeah, I'm watching The Crown. That's my, uh, my, that's my reading. So you don't, so know how, gonna... you don't know how your reading challenge is going? Oh, it's terrible. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's going terrible. Except I did have a, um, recently I had a doctor's appointment. And I had picked up a book about Winston Churchill, and I was sitting in the doctor's office, and I, you know, I checked in and everything, and I was sitting in the doctor's office, and I was reading my book, and I just forgot that I was in a doctor's office, and then finally I was like, wow, you've read like 30-something pages, and I'm a slow reader, <laughs> I had been sitting there for an hour, they forgot about me, I was just reading, but um, yeah, but other than that, I haven't been very successful with reading, unless I'm in a doctor's office, apparently. <laughs> So there we have it. So um, yes, yeah, so I guess what we're what we're saying is um, yeah, really important to make uh, time for you as well as just uh, working. Don't just do working. Life is all about balance, and hopefully um, you're making good choices uh, for your mental health and your physical health and all that good stuff. So let us know. Let us know what you're doing uh, to for you in 2022 I had to think what year it was then 2022 what a joy it's been so far um so do let us know ways to get in touch on the website lesbiansyouwrite.com email us lesbiansyouwrite at gmail.com facebook us twitter us at leswhewrite and instagram me at clairefic and join us next time um when we'll be discussing something that we've no idea what it is but you know it'd be great oh absolutely maybe we should just like a mystery topic like we don't know yeah <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we just we're just chit chat because um, I think, you know, from all the emails and stuff we get, people like our chit-chat, don't they? Yeah, we can just make it up as we go. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how we write books, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What we do for a living. All right, everybody, until next time, take care. Keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thank 
Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time. Thank you.